are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. Let's watch. It's jokes to car Not duh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. Uh, hello, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Mike Spiegelman, and I'm very happy to have Jay Austin Graham, right? Thank you. Yeah, that's me. Uh, yep, Jay Austin Graham. Uh, if you Google Jay Austin Graham, I'm the, I show up. Okay. If you Google Jay Graham, some football fucking NFL you, player. You know that's a serial killer rule. They have to use all three names to indicate that they're no one else. Like, if there was a Mike Spiegelman serial killer, uh-huh. they'd have to say it's Michael I like, see. Oh, I was, okay. Spiegelman, so they won't, won't mistake it for me. Well, good. No one will mistake me for any other serial killers. That's so. right. So they'll say he's a serial killer, but he's his own thing. <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much uh, for being here. Jay runs one of the, my all-time favorite podcasts, uh, Not Suitable for Work, and that's over at our good friends. Not Safe for Work. Not Safe for Work. Well, see, I know shit about your show. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here. Uh, that's over at our friends at FC. Free Radio. It's a Wednesday, weekly Wednesday show, and uh, so add that to your mix. Uh, and if you're listening to this uh, on podcast, you know you just go to iTunes. It's as simple as can be. Just type in our initials: L W A F L M O Y T. Really? Because okay. that's what Tim Pizza has it listed as. I'll talk to them, a gentleman. But in the meanwhile, that's where we are on iTunes. But I would say, if you have an RSS feeder, want it, or a reader, or if you go to websites just go to let's watch a full length movie on youtube.blogspot.com and i'll have a link to the podcast and i'll have the embedded movie that we'll be watching on yeah. youtube so that's your one-stop shop and if you have like a <laughs> dig reader uh just go ahead and add our feed there so that's a lot of excitement and by the way we do air this live we're live right now on mutinyradio.fm here in san francisco i say this every week if you want to talk to me directly and you're not even listening I'm here live Sundays, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Give me a call, 415-550-0511. doesn't have to do what we're doing, but if you want to directly contact us, that's the way to do it. Wow, you run your show a lot like mine. It's just like, whatever. Whatever. Like, we kind of have an idea what we're doing, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm open to it. I, am, I will put phone calls on. Next week, we're going to keep the phone line busy. We have a special show next week, October 2nd. Chris Gore of Film Threat Magazine is going to be on the uh, phone with me. Nice. I'm very excited. We're going to be watching uh, one of his movies that's on YouTube, Red. Red, the two-bar movie. I, I have actually not seen any of his movies. I'm familiar with him. I uh, yeah. watched him on G4 a lot. He was always on G4, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I keep meaning to and I just forget. He did, uh, if you're familiar with the two-bar recordings, the phone calls to the bar, the prank calls, he made a movie version with Lawrence Tierney, and it's, it's really good, and it's on <laughs> YouTube, and that's what we're going to do. And he did a movie, he did a bunch of stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Mr. Chris Gore next week, and he is reviving Film Threat magazine. You know, prank calls have uh, kind of gone 
gone away like as a medium um you know what i want to do is i want to get uh like the scammers that call me and have them call into the radio station right and try to get them online but it's like you can never get them to call at the those right times just man. give them the radio station's <laughs> phone number as your own number and they'll just call the station i will oh, yeah I, I know that's the problem yeah <laughs> well that's the thing like i know the jerky boys once had a number had an ad where people would call them uh-huh and that's how they did it and i think that's the only way you could do a good prank call if you have people willingly call uh, you. Ah, yeah. Because otherwise, you just see on your call wait your caller ID that it's Mike Spiegelman, you know. <laughs> so I am uh, very excited. Uh, here's how the show works: we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and we want to watch it together with you. So if you're in front of a laptop, desktop, phone, a gamer, game machine, anything that has YouTube, if you're in front of YouTube, go ahead and type YouTube into your system. Uh, this movie today, I am so excited. It's on YouTube. It's easily my favorite movie of all time. Uh, it's right up there with Meatballs 3 and uh, Ratfink of Boo Boo. Uh, so why don't we go ahead. Um, it's a movie called Tracks. And Tracks. I have never seen this, actually. This is my first time viewing it. And I thought, maybe I should look up some information. And I was like, no, I'm just going to go straight into it raw. Well, you like, watched just, it beforehand? Like, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. I was like, no, no. I, I was thinking maybe I should look it up on IMDb. And I was like, you know what? No. I'm well, just going to watch it and see what comes at me. I will say that I was introduced by this movie at the Tower Records clearance store by the old uh, park, uh, by Pac Bell Park. Uh, it's now a piano store but they have tables of video cassettes uh -huh. and that's where i found it and um my brother runs a podcast called proudly resents and he's been doing it for six years we've talked about this movie years ago on his podcast and he's interviewed the star and writer uh about this movie shadow stevens so i would say watch this movie on your own come back to this podcast <laughs> Watch it with us, then go listen to Adam uh, interview St Shadow Stevens and, uh, and his podcast, Proudly Resents. So, all that talking, it's T-R-A-X-X. -X. It's just a double X movie tonight. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to... Save for YouTube. All right, so let me see. We have tracks, and this is from our friend Jeremy Sawicki. That's his uh, channel. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and click it. One year ago. God, that's I mean, amazing. Obviously, the uh, people who own the copyright to this are not worried about it being oh. viewed on YouTube. You should listen to the Shadow Stevens interview. He's very clear about this. Okay, I'm going to pause <laughs> it. Uh, it. It was a HBO production, I think, and uh, the guy did the music in one day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you'll be hearing that. So speaking of which, I'm going to go ahead and set us up. I have paused it on zero. I'm going to do a countdown, but I just want to... Go ahead and plug in the speakers so Jay and I can hear the movie. That, yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. There is a, a headphone jack in here. I'm thinking of a more uh, maybe next week's show I'll, I'll have a s split jack, ah. and that way we can listen through the headphones. But we'll listen through the speakers. So here we are, tracks. Jeremy Sawicki uh, is hosting it on his channel. The last two, uh, the last three digit uh, uh, characters of the URL are Q. K, K, and so here we go. I'm going to count down in three, two, one. Now? Yeah, here we go. Now? Three, two, one, now. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're at seven seconds. We're somewhere in Texas, early 1984. And there is a shootout in the uh, pet store, of course. Guy's holding a parrot hostage, and here comes the cops. I got to move this chair. Oh, yeah. Do you know Shadow Stevens? 
There he is. They're negotiating. All right, I got to keep a, a certain volume, but. So, all right, right off the bat, this is a great comedy. I'm sorry, I've seen this movie so many times that sometimes that I have line. to pause. I believe I've heard that line outside of this movie already. Well, there you go. Someone ripped this movie off already. By the way, there's a lot of gunplay in this movie. Uh, we already have an Uzi going off. So this was a made-for-HBO movie. Yeah. I think he was trying to get this theatrically released. Okay. And oh, okay. Just, uh... So this is total 80s action. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Cops on his tail. Where did the skateboard tail. come from? I don't know where this... <laughs> a lot of bloodless shooting in this movie. <laughs> I quit. So he's just planted him a gun. I like how shots happened before we see any shots. That's nice. Well, I think the fish tank had some explosives in there, and they just decided to go off. The fish were <laughs> decided that was their move to escape. You're out of control. You're I'm a angry lieutenant, and you really blew it. I think I've seen this guy before. Tracks, this is the 80s. And we're all on cocaine. <laughs> we're all on cocaine. <laughs> My brother said that uh, Shadow Stevens in the interview, which I've said the, the director was drunk, and he kept trying to top himself in this movie. Oh. oh. So it's a drunk movie, cocaine and drunks. And Dino DeLarius Entertainment Group, that is a seal of quality right there. Hell yeah. Oh, hang on, i got to put the music on. Mike's uh, ruining it for everyone right now. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Are we on? Yeah. Yeah, we got to get the track theme song going on. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I, I just plugged it right into there. All right. By the way, I love the uh, red on black. It makes you look like a porno, but it's not. That's its move on Snapchat. All right, yeah, Acid Smooth is our uh, media guru here, social media. Robert Davies in this film. Come here, we go, tracks. Hey, just relax. That's me on saxophone. Get the facts. Oh, I would hate to deal with tracks. I better get the facts. That's a good debate tip, too. The cracks? Well, I better call for tracks. What, is, what else? Blacks? Blacks? Cracks? Send them to tracks! Devore, they're rhyming. That's good. Yeah. Oh, Gary Devore also produced this movie. I wonder if it's the third person. Jerome Gay. Uh-oh, here goes Del the theme. So they rhyme, and then they go from Gary Devore to G Jerome Gary? Yeah. That's, man, they're messing with my brain right now. Well, they better get tracks. <laughs> now he's like a Rambo. Whoa. So he's all of a sudden goes from cop dude to Rambo dude? He's Rambo dude. Let's see if this works. Is this UHF we're watching? No, this is real life. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, our sound. What did I do? Uh-oh. Uh you borked it. I blobbed it. Well, anyway, it's just a bunch of people getting killed. There we go. I'm just going to keep it on my lap. Oh, oh, cord issues. 
Good old cord issues. Yeah. Accordingly. Uh, hey, the roof of the car is on fire. The roof. So I guess he's a, he's a mercenary now. Okay. I like how they... I don't like this rattle. Hmm. Fixing his hair. Ah, you are a nice-looking man, he says. So he's, ah, this is within you, the year. And I will shoot you, too, with my two pistolas. So, so far, within eight months, he's killed 50 people. <laughs> uh, sorry, we don't have any uh, audio yet. That's okay. I'll get you some of the botches, is what he's... I'm, I'm t I'll talk for him. Hey, why are you aiming those guns at me? I'm a nice guy. You know what? You have your headphones? <laughs> well, I'll put this to the feet. Okay, so we, uh, we're we going to have to watch this movie. I hate having the audio of the movie on the show. Copyright reasons. Oh, I see. This is, this is very no, don't, don't do that. Dude. Yeah. You, uh, and then it makes it weird, like, with the trying to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because people don't want to, if they're listening, watching it on their own, they don't want to hear the movie on us, too. But no, I just dig this music. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, this, this is the crux of the movie. And do what? I don't know. Did you ever get tired of shooting people? See, there it is. You're just exhausted, wrung out. Boy, will do that to you. I told you get up a little early, meditate with me, but you don't listen. I think I want to give cookies a shot. Cookies, cookies a shot. you want to take time off and just eat cookies? You'll get fat. I want to bake them. It's next <laughs> big war. Cookies. Cookies? <laughs> this guy is good. I can definitely take. got I weed in those dunk. cookies. This, this guy is Famous Killing Amos. You like remember you Famous Amos? Yeah. <laughs> now, Jay, I mean, like, say, uh, Famous Amos cookies is, is an 80s phenomenon. As you know, this movie clearly takes place in 80, 1984 and 1985. So, but when, when, when was the first time? What year was the first time? Go ahead and tell me the story of the first time you had a Famous Amos cookie while explosions go in the background. <laughs> I actually do not even remember the first time I had a Famous Amos cookie. Because um, I didn't. It was probably not. I don't. I don't even know. I have no clue when the first famous. Did you have like a, a Mrs. Fields cookie or David's cookie? Or? Uh, I'm from Midland, Texas. We didn't have name brand cookies there for a long time. These are cookie kiosks. Certainly in the uh, mall, you had a David's cookies. We had a something cookies that had like the cookie cakes and stuff, but I don't remember the name. Like the it was probably a knockoff. Like at one time, it was the name brand cookie place, and then somebody like sold the rights. And they're like, nope, we're calling it Bob's Cookies now. It was such a like a '80s like materialistic thing, you know. It's like, like now the packaging and uh, uh, people would would go and buy buy cookies, and there was a feud between David and Mrs. Fields. So right now we're watching Tracks, and we got the sound back. Yay! By the way, this if guy it, is making some food. Uh, if you think his his killing people with gunfire is huh? crazy, just see him trying to make oatmeal cookies. Oh no! He set the entire thing on fire. While How his did blender he do is going. That? And he should really drink that smoothie. How do you set an entire tray of cookies on fire? You uh, you have a stunt guy, and you, the stunt <laughs> guy says, the special effects guy say, "How many uh, bullet wounds do you need on this person?" And he goes, "No, no, 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 no! I need cookies." And he's dressed like Rambo. Oh, man. He looks this, so upset. I hope that this music is coming out. This music was performed in a day. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. The HBO decided he did to release this in this. a day. Well, he this didn't. This masterpiece the, was composed. Yeah, outside in of one day. One day, the music was. Holy <laughs> crap! Or one take or something like that. But it's in Adam. It's on probably Resent's interview. Up. Oh. Concussion. He's on the floor. But and See, this has been cooking a track. They didn't add any sound effects of him falling because they did not want to disturb that wonderful music. <laughs> I think he was trying to kill himself then to hear that music. That's my favorite Food Network show, Cooking with Tracks. See, there's Famous Amos, the uh <laughs> All right. So he's listening to AM radio, and the sheriff is saying, we need a man to clean up our town. So there goes Trax. He's going to clean up this town. But he was, where was he? He was in war somewhere, but I I forget where. He was somewhere in Texas. (laughs) He was in Texas sometime in 1984. Then he was in uh, Contra, Iran-Contra. What was the big thing in the 80s? Before Iraq, so yeah, Iran, I guess. Iran and Iraq, because we were friends and enemies. Uh-oh. So, oh, no. a lot pimp of slapping pimp slapping. And uh, explosions outside uh, street clubs. And people wow. falling from the streets. Well, residents watch. I like how the guy fell out of the window and then just disappeared. Oh, he, he actually evaporates like most <laughs> video games. <laughs> and a couple of coins come out of his ass. So there's a rampant crime here in the uh, red light district. That guy's going to chase after her. In the red light district? Yeah, well, all the uh, residents in the red light district can't, you know, get a good night's sleep with all this pimp slap. Oh, gunfire right in front of them. That was like close-range gunfire. I like the guy wearing sunglasses at night. He deserved to get shot. I'm actually going to make a remastered version of tracks where I CGI at bloodshot, uh, bloodshed <laughs> to every gunfire. Have you? What is even going on? With, oh, the lights are on the side. I see. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, am I that high? Can I? Uh, does that work, sir? Yeah. What, whatever. I could hear it better the other way, but. Oh. All right. Yeah, that helps. Oh, I see. I got you. So this guy, by the way, that they're dragging into the uh, police, he doesn't quit. Is He's it wrong of me to uh, notice there were a lot of black criminals just now? Yeah, you know, there's it's this 80s. Uh, True. I mean, that's that's typical. Collection 80s. of, uh, of I think it's more just stuntmen. <laughs> <laughs> These are the guys we can hire for yeah, a good price. Yeah. Has nothing to do with race. It's not racial. They were just there at the cheap. time. Who's gonna fall out this window? But uh, yeah, it's it does play up this like criminal versus and I don't know. It, it's strange how this goes. But this is worse than Afghanistan. Donald Trump is right. Our <laughs> <laughs> towns are worse. That is a large headband. Well, his shadow Stevens hair gets his own credit. No, for sure. Uh, that's why we don't see him anymore, right? His hair started fading, and he's like, "Nope, he's never so around. on camera again." He, uh, well, he's a um, he has a really interesting story. He's a radio guy. He did uh, he wrote these advertisements for for decades that were on TV. 
He was the voice of Hollywood Squares, and he was also on a panel of Hollywood Squares around the time this movie came out, too. He was on Larry Sanders. He's a professional uh, announcer who has uh, acted in uh, some sitcoms. I think, like, Dave's World or Empty Nest. He was, a, he was in a sitcom. Uh, so he's been around. He's an interesting guy, and... Uh, uh, he, his, his big success was these commercials he did that everyone used to see. I think it was in Southern California. Huh. I never saw those. Yeah. Right. Well, did you watch Hollywood Squares in the 80s? No. So there you go. You missed out on Shadow Stevens. Larry Sanders when... Uh, 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 I still don't like Hollywood Squares. They brought it back. Yeah. Still bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it always ends up in a tie, like most tic-tac-toe games. Yeah, that's the problem with it. It's like if you're in any way smart at playing tic-tac-toe, yeah. you're, you can't lose. That's it. There's people who can't lose, and every now and then they beat people who just don't know what they're doing. And well, that's it. There's either people who don't know what they're doing or just can't lose the game. I mean, it's a coin toss, too, because if they don't know, if they guess the wrong answer, then it, the square goes well, to the yes, opponent. The the answer part. Yeah. So that's that's the only challenge. But usually it's not the innuendo. Uh-oh. What are the choices? I like it when crazy white guys come up to somebody and say, you got, sh- I'll give you a choice, punk. Well, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I missed the choices. Oh, sorry. Well, we'll watch it again. We be gone, they say. So yeah, you're not. <laughs> but did you notice he the bullets uh, he aimed at their guns, which flew off uh-huh. peacefully from their hands. I'm just gonna be super nice, and I like gave her a tip, and I was like, thanks for my tea, you know. And so he's gonna be like best friends with this guy just because That's of this a guy. It's his sidekick. Okay. I thought that was a lesbian. <laughs> Uh, women wear his suits more than men. I think you're right about that. But it's a good look. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it was the necklace. That's what it was. It was the Dracula necklace, the the medallion. <laughs> I don't think he wears this ever again in this movie. Is this the only time he's dressed up? And also, you know, how many conversations have you had late at night with something on fire in the background? Oh no! I guess the fire stopped. It's Palo Alto. They shot I mean, this. I mean, I was out on my balcony having conversations with an uh, active shooter in the background. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's that's insane. Well, that's living in this neighborhood. I guess it's Boston. Boston? It's an anonymous city. I don't know if it's shot in a studio lot or. Uh, I would say that's against the law, handcuffing someone to your car, but he's not really a lawman. He's a vigilante. So Trax is going to go ahead and clean up this bordello. That's interesting how it would be illegal maybe if he was a cop, but since he's not a cop, handcuff away. I know, and it makes logical sense. Well, he didn't complain. He didn't say. He was like (laughs) resigned. Oh, man, are you going to handcuff me to the wheel of your car? The only people who do that nowadays are Uber drivers. 
He likes what he sees. Yeah, I like what I see too. Good way to go, HBO. Oh yeah. Some. Uh, by the way, it's, everything is modern except for the bordellos. It looks like it's from I, the 1850s. I did see when I clicked on the link for this movie, Prayer of the Roller Boys. If you ever watch that movie, I want to be in. What's it called? Prayer of the Roller Boys. Oh, I'm all for Claire of the Roller Boys. <laughs> is that a rollerblading movie? or Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like people united over a sport. Oh, no, it's like a post-apocalyptic, like... Oh, so she's using it for survival. Yeah, yeah. There's gangs of rollerbladers. So this is a ratio of two white guys and one black guy. And they all fall down the stairs. This is when the party's over, when three men fall down the bordello stairs. <laughs> oh, they have uh, credit card uh, yeah, signs. Yeah, when the two men start touching each other, that really fucks up the bordello. He just shot up the toilet in the bordello room. That seems kind of unsanitary. Just have no, that's the, right the best feeling, having sex with a prostitute. And, then after, and well, no, what you do is you, after you ejaculate, you uh, remove the condom and then you just stand up and pee. Right there. <laughs> the toilet's right there. It's amazing. What a feeling. And it's within the hour. See, if you use a gun as a megaphone, the difference between a <laughs> megaphone and a gun is that the megaphone may not hit somebody. <laughs> they both make a lot of noise. They call people attention. Oh, see, the bordello has a uh, daycare for the... Nice. That's a good joke. Daycare for winning mothers. I think that's what it said. <laughs> That's a rough call for the child actor's mom. Yeah, you could be in this movie. What's the scene? Guy points a gun to your son's head. Nah, it's, a go- it's all good. He's shooting the belt buckle. He is one hell of a crack shot. I know, he's tracks. All the kids are smiling. He shot a man belt buckle. (laughs) Basic common physics tells us if you shoot a man's belt buckle, that causes him to step backwards and fall through a glass window. He'll be fine. All the neighbors, all the residents, they they can only live by their windows. They can't go anywhere else but stare out their windows. Well, look at all the crime outside. I wouldn't go outside either if I were them. Look at that. That's insane. <laughs> you, uh, you'd be a dick. You call, I would be a dick. I would call Postmates and say, can you bring over some food? <laughs> I live in the red light district in Tracksville. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to bring I'll over. I'll cover you as soon as you turn the corner off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yelp for food. I like that move. Trax shoots from the passenger window, but the passenger is sitting in the seat has to like duck down first before he fires. <laughs> uh oh, blind man. Blind man. Thank God he only could hear this movie. So there's a cat that uh it is my neighbor's cat. That was a tasteless joke, of course. Uh who waits in the yard for me. 
uh, these guys are the bad guys. He just gave the blind man a heart attack. And the blind man is a cameo of the producer, I'm sure. Otherwise, he deserves an Oscar. Speaking of which... Uh, well, he deserves it, though, because why in the fuck is a blind man crossing the street in the middle of the street? He should know better. <laughs> so yeah, this guy from Goonies, huh? Yeah, Robert Davi's in this movie. The, the late Robert Davi? I hate to say that. I'm not going to look it up, but he's a good man. <laughs> is that a bong? <laughs> No, well, they, they put flowers in it during the day. <laughs> the bad guy is getting a manicure right now. I don't I don't like comedies that always have close-ups of people. I want to see everybody in the room, you know. Well, that's just me. It happens a lot in this film. Well, they have to do it because, uh, you know, they're a professional. Uh, yeah, it's a professional the, film. Film, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the word film for a second. Thanks for helping <laughs> cinema. me out. La cinema. This is what the French refer to as cinema. Man in the corner. Do you think any of these vases that are... vase <laughs> taking up all the good real estate on his desk. Do you think it's because they, they're going <laughs> to blow up? I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they're putting bombs in everything in this place. I know, it's so funny. It's like if Brazil. It does, He's the man on the other other line of the phone is so loud, it's like bullets shot the vases. That's the only effect they have is like things getting shot by bullets. I mean, Trax is a good shot. He would never shoot a vase unintentionally, so they have to have the loud voice blow him up. He's on a payphone, the nicest payphone. That payphone looks pretty nice. Oh, totally unrealistic, this movie. <laughs> really? I would love to perform in this scene, getting my feet massaged. <laughs> like doing a roll. Tiny yeah. red room. I know, it's with the camera by your feet. Red closet. This is the red room. This guy has to work in. That guy sits at that desk with his vases on it, and he comes in there to get his pedicure in that poor guy's office. Yeah, right. His boss shows up. <laughs> Undercover boss. Got to get my pedicure in your office. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, boss. <laughs> what a dick move. Is it a salon to begin with? And he has his desk in the salon? I mean, why would they have all... All right, so much. And now we are back in the courthouse. That actress is Priscilla is that Barnes. Bill Hicks? Yeah, well, it's Texas. They all look like oh. Bill Hicks. It's Texas in the 80s. I get it. Everyone looked like Bill, young Bill Hicks in this movie. <laughs> you can see the boom mic there. <laughs> we are uh, 23 minutes and 35 seconds, 36 into this movie. Before we saw an, uh, a boom mic. Boom mic. Well, I can't believe we're already 20 minutes into this movie. Time flies it's when you're having fun. It's funny that they have a boom mic when she actually has mics in front of her. They could have totally used it. I well, those are prop mics. <laughs> this is the old uh, vigilante argument. At least he's cleaning up crime. Although, if crime was that bad, would cops hold public like, hold uh, uh, press conferences? Hmm, that's I would I mean. hide. I would hide my face and shave. <laughs> No one would go to your press conference. They'd be afraid to get shot on the way. 
frustration they have for, for the, the condition is just a kid stacking cans. So if your child is at home stacking anything, you need to, you need to be worried about that. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll leave it with this. Um, oh, so that's track scheme. He's going to get some cookie money, seed money. Oh, that's it. He was having. He needs to get ah. He needs to get Martha Stewart so that she can teach him how to make cookies. Right. And start Wild Stallion Bakery. Well, that's right. Well, here he is. He's out in the open. He has a uh, oven. Oh, you weren't kidding. He's really going for this cookie thing. Yeah, this is the crux in the movie. This is the soul of the film. Is that he loves to make cookies. I have to crank the volume up. I love these cookie scenes. Oh, hang on. He plays he plays the psycho so laconically. Like you could you you almost practically buy tracks. <laughs> and that's the facts. Or you better get tracks. Jay, I'm having a heart attacks. You better call tracks. Stop smoking the cracks. <laughs> right, if you're gonna smoke some cracks. <laughs> then you should watch tracks. Then watch tracks. Oh, wait. I think tracks lucked out that this guy wasn't crazy as well. So a little backstory about Dieter. Uh, do you guys know about these big he, he owns the uh, one medallion. <laughs> All right, here we go. Right okay, what's the cookie? If you've never made a good cookie, Here, what is this cookie? How do you get into cooking? <laughs> it's corn, uh, cough drops, and laxatives. All right, so there's a newspaper. Here's the trick, Jay. You take two papers, but you only pay for one. No. At the vending machine. Try it tomorrow morning. Take it from me. Uh, what I like to do is take all the papers and then replace them with flyers for not safe for work. Uh, <laughs> CC free radio. Well, I, I like to do is I go to the newspaper vending machine. I put in a couple coins. I take all the newspapers. Then I put on my Newsies hat. And I walk around Market Street going, Afternoon Examiner. Get your Afternoon Examiner. Taxi cab driver has an opinion column. You know, people should buy papers from you just for the novelty of it. Yeah, I, I, what was the last time? I, well, I mean, I've been. I go to the liquor store and I buy the Think Sunday paper. You go to the mission where all the hipsters are. You put on your newsies. <laughs> Get your paper here. Hey. Read all about it. Extra, extra. The best part about being a newsie in a hipster neighborhood is that you get to like yell back at the hipsters because, by very nature, the newsies are like, "Wow, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, peanut head." <laughs> and then newsies the musical. You could probably sing down the street. 
get your papers. What'd be really funny is like get some vintage papers like from years ago, <laughs> really overcharged for them. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news: Ed Lee voted in for mayor. That was four years ago. Extra, extra. Planes hit the world straight <laughs> hit the Twin Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably pretty expensive, actually. Uh, September 12th, I remember trying to pick up a newspaper, and there was nothing. I think I got a New York Times. So here we have another scene of the boss's house, the boss's office with the boss's photo. And the camera is so close to everybody. This is like the Untouchables. Oh, no, this was probably shot full screen. It was 80s and went to HBO, so it was probably yeah. not shot widescreen. Well, I'm pretty sure they, they produced this movie thinking it was going to be theatrically released, and it, it might have, but this is the this is a very definition, I would say, of a 80s VHS movie because it's, it's such a surprise, you know? I mean, there's so much stuff in this movie that... Are you laughing along with everyone at the table? Did you see that scene with Robert De Niro? Uh, uh, did you see that scene? Was it Robert De Niro? In The Untouchables? What? You ever seen the movie The Untouchables? Yeah. yeah. So there's a scene where uh, he gets everyone laughing and they beat someone in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a band-aid on my face the other day, like that gentleman. That's kind of a cool look. Nobody ever says anything. Oh, they have bandages because they they fought with tracks. Tracks shot at them, and that somehow caused a boo-boo on their face. They have to cover. Well, out of the window, didn't they? No way, no. No, that was 16 other people. That guy has a really big bandaid on his face. That's uh, prop department was going overtime. Well, the bandages cost less than makeup. <laughs> do you want to get shot, or do you want a bandaid on your face? <laughs> Why is everyone surprised? Now the vases go pop. It's the same thing with the voice. There's some crazy vase maker in this town that just loads everything up with explosives. <laughs> Sitting at home waiting to press the buttons. I think the film was originally called Tracks Hates Vases. Vase, how low can you go? Why are they surprised their boss is shooting at them? It's fucking Robert Davi in this movie. I don't think they're surprised. They seem like it's pretty normal, actually. They're like, we're used to this. Duck and cover. <laughs> Get over it. At least it's not working for Google. Beats, beats working for Yahoo, I'm sure. He just shot at him, and then he's like, oh, no, forget you then. <laughs> That's what I said. They're used to it. Like, he'll never hit us. He's so good of a name. He just scares us. Just like tracks. Yeah, just so like So they're tracks. like the ultimate like, showdown. It's coming. It's like That's Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Davi versus tracks. So he's going to clean up the tarot shop. <laughs> Oh, yeah, look at him. I love the smile he has. It's just only gun grinning. Oh, yeah. He's just plowing down the people on the street. Yeah, Jake. yeah. What the, the so he's shooting at the... At, uh, but he, he'll never, he knows not to actually hit any of them. 
Wow. Wow, a guy ran into a phone booth. A phone booth is where a payphone is usually housed outside. I remember that joke from uh, Johnny Dangerously. What was the joke? Oh, no, wait. wasn't it Johnny Dangerously? Oh, no, wait, it was uh, Mafia, I think. I don't know. A bunch of reporters run into a booth and it falls over. That was Airplane. Airplane, yeah. It, it was I think you're talking about Jane movie. Austen's Mafia. It's the full title. It's Jane Austen's Mafia, and then there's an exclamation point. Yeah, it does yeah. have an exclamation point. Yeah, that's the scene when they all run into the uh, phone booth and they fall down. Airplane. Okay. Airplane. Let's watch Airplane. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make Airplane any more funny, really. It's, it's pretty good. I think the sequel tried. Airplane 2. <laughs> Written and directed by Ken Finkelman, who's a Canadian uh, guy who wrote a uh, really funny TV show called The Newsroom. Nothing to do with the HBO show. So what kind of tracks? Tracks is a psycho. I don't know if I could relate to him. Well, I mean, he's not though. He he doesn't kill people. He shot uh, artillery at the people walking down the street. But but he didn't hit any of them. All I know that's not the craziest thing. What if he if he was such a good aim that he shot artillery? Well, that's what I'm saying. So like he's such a good aim that like he can run around with the gun and just scare people and know that he's never gonna hurt anybody. So this is the close the close up for the face, not. Yeah, well there is a scene that's coming up. See these close up faces, I hate it. Uh, there is a scene coming up where he shoots the rope of tied up children. I don't want to give anything away, but he shoots at children. By the way, all these uh, villains in the car, they look like me after a bender. I think we all just woke up at the same time. Look at that stubble. Like today. Actually, you shaved today. I didn't shave today. It was early It's the weekend, buddy. It was too hot. Yeah, it's too hot to shave. I'd rather just get a hairy rash. So the accountant is in the car, and these crazy guys are going to shoot at him. That's pretty funny right there. I like how they uh, he throws uh, grenades at the limo. They shot the entire scene in this limo by sticking the camera out into the, from the sunroof into the, ca- into the car, I think. Oh, oh, this guy. I love this guy. So they're at the border of the U.S. and Mexico, and there's Chuck Norris's uh, brother, I guess? Bobby Norris. Bobby Norris. Jimmy Durante Norris. Look at that guy. I wish I looked Jude as cool Norris. as him. He's got a penis nose. Shiloh Norris. Shiloh Norris. <laughs> Do you think if you have a phallic-looking nose, it attracts women? Yes. It does? That seems to be uh, actually somewhat accurate. Uh, big nose for men is not as big a deal as a big nose on women. You notice a lot of women get nose jobs in yeah. Hollywood, and men, they're just like whatever. Like uh, Owen Wilson, for instance, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. There's and that's part of his character, right? Like That's but, how you know it's Owen Wilson. But there's some there's some male actors that you see them young and then you see them later and you go that was there a nose job? David Wayne. 
All right, yeah, yeah, good example. I'm just naming him because he's admitted to having one, and you can see the photos online. That's another thing is that they're in the been in the public eye for so long. Yeah, I, mean, I like looking up celebrity uh, nose job photos. I like clicking. Uh, I like to click clickbait that says that girl from that show. You won't believe what she looks like now. Oh, I'm so afraid of clickbait now. I've gone to so many websites that are just like, here's five ads before you can read the thing you came to look for, and I'm just like, fuck you. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I, well, the worst is that I'll say... Uh, cause tracks I, uh, wouldn't put up with that shit. Tracks, tracks would shoot the uh, mouse out of people's hands at the uh, <laughs> at the clickbait factory. They'd go into the editorial office and shoot the coconut water out of all the fuckers' hands. One time TMZ, you ever see that TV show TMZ? They had they ran something on tracks. The tracks didn't like it. And he came in and he shot the coffee out of the guy's hand. <laughs> so you better no, get I your. Ne- I never saw it on TV because they shot the uh, editor yeah. hand uh, buttons out of his hands too. So I never got to see it. All right, we're at a strip club. I'm sorry it took so long to get to the strip club scene. Oh right, nipples. Yeah, there's nipples here on Full YouTube. On nip. Wow. Yes, Shh, YouTube. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't let anyone know. But you can see full frontal nudity. Not full frontal. Uh, how, far, just me. how much of this movie do you have to watch first? 37 minutes and 45 uh, seconds before we get hey to the kids. topless scene. <laughs> hey, kids. Kids, it's, it's appropriate. It's within context of a strip club, just as much as shooting a track shooting a machine gun at the, everyone. I have like a, what, 11-year-old, 10, 10, 11-year-old nephew who was telling me, hey, I like your podcast. I was like, uh. uh <laughs> Stop listening. Well, I guess if you can get to it, I can't stop you. Well, that is the truth, you know. That is, and it's like it's you know it's audio and it's you know what 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 that's a. (laughs) I well, I I should say a full hour into my podcast that it's uh, not suitable, not safe for uh, work. Wow, we're doing a good time there, Jay. We have barely scratched the track surface. He just announces himself. Like, Superman never did that. Batman never showed up with a machine gun and say, like, bang, 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 bang. I need everyone to leave. I'm Batman. I need you to leave. Well, look, there's some retributions. The uh, prostitutes are slapping back. Poses with two guns. Well, I mean, when you have two guns, don't you pose with them? I mean, that's true. And how do you hold those guns while you pose? Just like he did. I, I mean, there's look at check out my Instagram, Acid Smooth. I got photos of me doing just that. Do you, are you wearing a Yosemite Sam mustache and cowboy hat? I was in Texas. Oh, <laughs> I was like, this is what we do in Texas. Now, would you, is this a good Texas movie? Do you think this was? Yes. Just, yeah, it's by the border of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the sheriffs look like Texas sheriffs. Any young millennials who've made it this far, <laughs> check out the fashion of these people leaving. This is how you're supposed to dress, ladies. Big hair. Now you can't tell millennials anything. They don't listen. You want to know why? Listening is old. <laughs> no more uh, light yogurt's gone. Paper towels are gone. Paper napkins are gone and talking. Okay, finally a Coke scene. I would, by the way, this is a uh, do's and don'ts when weighing cocaine in a hotel room, people. Don't dip in there and taste it while you're trying to weigh it. <laughs> get the money and get out of there. Oh. Shit, you're getting glass in the Coke, son of a bitch. Oh, man. I'm not surprised that when they, they step away, Trax shows up and just snorts as much of that pile of cocaine as he can. 
communication. And um, uh, I had to share a room with the guys. And then I'm like, well, the partner was like, he caught me beating off. Uh, like, uh, they like the rhymes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, everyone's going to get the last word in this movie. And there goes the stuntman jumping out the window. And while the other that, neighbors... That guy lived, right? Yeah. Like, well, everybody in the building must have lived, right? Like, well, I mean, uh, the guy was blown out the window, and everybody else inside somehow also lived. That's how it goes. When you're, when the uh, apartment above you explodes, you're safe. No, no, no. I mean, the people that were at the table with, like, the explosion inside Oh, yeah, the right. Room, yeah, they're like, gone. they're cool, right? Yeah, yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're still, they're still going to bring the Coke, aren't they? Yeah. What about the Coke, Jay? Is the Coke all right? And why is he blowing up porno stores? What's wrong with him? Unless it's human trafficking, which the fact that these explosions kill people, that eliminates the need of a human trafficking no, if everyone's dead. he doesn't kill people. You're missing the point. He can't kill anyone. He shoots people. His bullets don't pierce hard enough for blood to come out of people, but this is a beautiful town for me to blow up. Trax is a good guy, man. He's good. Oh, let's wait a second. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, come on. Wow. This is, and then they all fall out the bottom under the floor. It's timed explosions. How the hell did he do that? Uh, Five-hour energy drink. I mean, he rigged the place up, obviously. I don't why know why. He, he, he had to be there to enjoy watching his work. Like, I think he just walked down the hallway, blowing up one room after another. He also wears suspenders and a belt. They're just He's tormenting this guy. Sure. See, they shot this in the while driving. I don't think they used a blue screen in the back. So the cameraman is sitting in a limo next to this crazy guy shooting the scene we're the watching. The 80s, when it was cheaper to actually drive around than use a blue screen. Yeah, Yeah, this is not my favorite scene. These bad guys tormenting the accountant. Maybe it's because I'm Jewish, Jay, and I, I feel sorry for the accountant. Really, you feel a connection to I the accountant? I feel a connection to the accountant. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's put our copies of tracks in this garbage disposal. You ever do that when you work in the garbage trucks? Just throw the entire garbage can into the, the garbage disposal? Well, I mean, I guess that's the uh, advantage of the wrestling uh, garbage can is it's made to just crumple into pieces. And uh, well, you toss it. Oh, only when thrown. Uh, so look at this. These are white people hanging from the uh, flag post because otherwise That's it's what they get for going down to the black neighborhood, I guess. No, but it's like, I think this film would be, well... They're supposed to be criminals hanging upside down, which is Mussolini's thing, right? Isn't this fascism oh. at its high point? Oh, these guys are criminals. Oh, uh, these are the criminals. Okay, yeah, I see. These are the worst criminals, uh, and there's actual criminals hanging from lampposts, which is a fascist thing, I, right? I mean, poor Mussolini died that way. They tied him up, and they had him hanging, and people were like, you know, kick that, his head for a dollar. That would be kind of a fun thing to do to era. criminals, like hang them up upside down, and just like they have to get down on their own recognizance. yeah. I mean, I, if that was a Facebook Live video, I would totally watch that. <laughs> oh, they don't like 80, 80s bicycling. Here comes their machine guns. Oh, no, they're going to hit these guys. These are professional stuntmen they're hitting. 
Yeah, if you guys ever want to watch people hit bicyclists and they fall down a hill, this is the movie for you. Like, those... The fucking assholes, man. None of their friends yelled, Hey, watch out for the guys with bats. Yeah, right. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Oh, that, sounds, that must mean there's a bat attack. <laughs> That's what you get for ducking. Yeah, right. We kill you at Point Blank. Ah, we foretold you. This movie's so violent. Like, Rob Zombie's like, that's gratuitous. <laughs> These are all Brett Bart reporters, by the way. <laughs> I wish more chief of police would talk like that. Oh, at press conferences yeah. saying bullshit. I think our uh, San Francisco mayor was a uh, sheriff was like that. Domestic abuse charges? That's bullshit. <laughs> Underage prostitution? Bullshit. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. Oh my God, the Oakland police uh, commissioner said a curse word about the prostitution ring and filed, <laughs> filed against them. That's actually pretty funny. That would be a good way to distract from the actual yeah. <laughs> issue. So the policemen have been involved with this prostitute for years? That's bullshit. <gasps> he said bullshit. Yeah, that's Priscilla Barnes. Was it Priscilla Barnes? Was she married to Elvis? Do you know the story? No. She was on one of those 80s so nighttime soaps, like Dallas or Dynasty or Falcon Crest. I was too young to watch any of that. You didn't watch? Oh, here comes the montage where they happen to be dancing in the water. You know. Oh, hell yeah. Instead of shooting, in lieu oh, of shooting man, people. I'm going to do that move next time I go anywhere with music, like the uh, hop, hop around the with the thumb up. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should put this music One, one leg hop and spin. Actually, I'm afraid to f- mess with our speakers. Yeah, that's cool. We can but, hear it. But if you are oh, watching yeah, a movie, crank this look, music up. If you do that move at any on any dance floor, yeah, you will be hella popular and somebody will buy you a drink. I guarantee it. Well, the dance move that if you guys are watching this, uh, Jay and I are dancing right now in the studio here at Muni Radio. We're doing it's a hunch where you're like, you want to do a reach around. Well, right now I'm doing the uh, the zombie dance from Thriller. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's half uh, zombie dance of Thriller. Moves. Oh, oh, yeah. then, oh, now they're just uh, being gratuitous. The water they did thing. That move. That's the move. Yo, how do you do that, that? Everywhere from now on, dude. The thumb up, the one thumb. foot. You're 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 rotating thing. on one foot, like yeah. you're just tapping your foot while you're circling, while the other foot's hunching around. Yeah. Oh, on the music it's end. It's like dude. that move the guitarists do, where they like kick their foot in front of them and move forward while playing the guitar. Like, how do they do that? Well, here's a quiet moment of tracks. I like how people walk around late at night in this neighborhood. Is that a jello mold? It's the lighting of the fountain. Oh, oh, oh it's a secret okay. laser. The fountain, I see. It's a gelatin mold made out of the human uh, <laughs> bones of the dead, deceased of the town. 
How did they dispose of all these bodies, Jay, in this town? Do they have a st- uh, body dump? I'm telling you, Trax doesn't actually kill anybody. All those people were alive. No, what about the people who... So, but they look like they're tripping. Like the bullets are just tapping them in the belly that fall down, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, Trax is like shooting them in the belt buckle or the arms or the legs. Like, he never kills anybody. I think he kills some people. Well, I mean, yeah, the people that were in that room that exploded when the one guy went out the window, like, yeah. there's no way everybody else lived. But, <laughs> but they they were dealing coke, so they they deserve to die. I mean, they were, like you said, they were dipping into the stash as it's being weighed. Like, I think it's funny that he's trying to, his, if he really was a vigilante, he would probably be dealing coke to pay for all this shit. I mean, let's let's be real. Most vigilantes are on amphetamine. Yeah, not us. We're on Kratom. 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 Uh, anytime you want to talk about Kratom during this movie, it's I'm pretty right. good. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it works. I mean, like, uh, right? Like, yeah. Do you feel like an energy buzz, kind of? I have a uh, nice clear. Yeah, I do. It's uh, it's good. It's one of those herbal pills you buy at head shops, but this stuff's actually good if you want to wean yourself off of opiates yeah that's colors. what people yeah. use it for and uh, it'll be legal for five more days so ah hey well up. so celebrate so this is topical <laughs> yeah go down to your local head shop make sure you don't get the other phony stuff but uh it's kratom kratom a-r-a-t-o-m uh you can order it online uh stock up it's being emergency scheduled by the dea um there's a uh petition online right now from whitehouse.org uh, or whatever uh, if you look up kratom petition you can find it and uh, sign it but uh, it's got over a hundred thousand signatures so hopefully it will be addressed but we'll I, w- I would actually advise not signing it let this law pass and then go to my website fakekratom.com where it's uh, all moonshine kratom that I, <laughs> I, cook, I cook in my hot tub, my it's, tub. It's a tobacco, yeah. but uh, it's still green, so we're calling it Kratom. Well, I take a half a Cools and a half a Camel, and I mix the tobacco together. Well, you know, this was this, this was a pill we took. We didn't. It wasn't like a fake smoky thing where you, you yeah, fake some kind of fakey thing. Pill. Um, in fact, there's a, an herbal shop here in San Francisco that gets like really they have different strains of kratom like a weed shop they have like more downer indica oh, style, more upper energetic and i was just like wow uh, although i am worried i took it four hours ago and my boner has still uh, fade <laughs> has yet to fade well i i just did that for my enjoyment <laughs> oh i got you well, I'm here, I'm here to please. Speaking of boners uh tracks is being seduced but he's thinking of gunplay right now <laughs> He's like, man, I could be shooting someone right now. They're not going to show track sex? You're right, though. It is funny that there's nipples and no blood. That's a combination yeah. you rarely see. Oh, it's usually like hardcore, like tons of blood action. Yeah. Oh, nice. The whole town is uh, in sync Fountain with the juice. orgasms. Yeah. That's a card catalog, Jay. That's usually when you're looking up something, you would look alphabetically by shelf. Wait, wait. What would I be looking up with a card catalog? Well, let's say you need a physical book to uh, bring home, take off the shelf. Let's say you're looking up a topic. So wait, so wait. So I'm somewhere where they have books on a shelf. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's say you want to learn more about Kratom. You go to the public <laughs> library. You go to the book with the, <laughs> the card catalog. You go under KRA. <laughs> that would be 
I wonder if that's in the card catalog. Now I'm going to have to go to the public library just to yeah. see if Kratom's in the card catalog. I, I, you know what? Let me Google Should that to be. see if it's uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right. So here's the bad guys. These bad guys and the good guys haven't met yet. They're just on separate journeys throughout this movie. See, it's like a perfect a world. Band, so you know he's a bad guy. If he was wearing the big headband. A headband is good guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like Falco and uh, would be a good guy because he, he wore... Uh, Headbands. Bolivia Newton John would be a bad guy because she See, wears. See, and that guy's headband is like the guys that were wearing harnesses today. It was like that kind of material instead of like le- sticky leather. He's like, I got a sweatband harness. On. <laughs> well, it would be a fedora now. The bad guys will all be wearing really expensive fedoras. Really expensive fedoras. You think that accountant's Jewish? Yeah, well, no, I don't know, but I think he's he really gets off on this because <laughs> otherwise a normal human being would have ran. Oh, look at all these things that might get blown up by gunfire or or loud voices. <laughs> That's so funny. When, when it's a tracks movie, you're just yeah. like, look at all this shit that can just be destroyed. There's this are different physics. <laughs> I, you can see his bone. Oh, she's jerking him off? or Yeah, I think so. He's Looks lifting like her weights. Hands under there. Yeah, her hands under the sheets. It's like, you know, if you're going to lift weights, why don't you just jerk yourself off? Uh, well, I would be. <laughs> I would be. Do all the work. Do some kegels while you're doing that. <laughs> Whoa, what happened here? This guy's in the wrong movie. Nobody on board. It's so 80s, all these references. Poor Honky. <laughs> oh. Villain sex. Nice. Nice. Tracks drove up there with a motorcycle. Whoop. Shot her gun, too. (laughs) I thought it was. Well, it's very funny. That's what I say when someone shoots the fucking rollers out of my goddamn head. (laughs) Her hair looks great right now, by the way. Yeah, she didn't even need the rollers. Oh, look at He's getting hard on this. <laughs> wow. Really hard. Yeah. So this is the first time they... This is like heat. They're not actually in the same scene. When De Niro and Pacino meet. When Trax and Davi meet, they're not in the same scene. Shot. Dobby didn't want him in the shot with that boner. <laughs> right. There was actually a fluffer in the scene. And they CGI'd out the fluffer and they put in tracks. Wow. That was a gigantic boner. I know, it's crazy. And I don't know who this guy is. He's the gimp. He's the gimp. <laughs> he's, he's why the ma- why Dobby really has the boner. He knows that yeah, guy's Yeah, there's a guy's out there. <laughs> He's the fluffer, actually. <laughs> hey, he must be really high or something. I would kill him. If I saw someone high, I would either throw him out of a window, blow up the window. Oh, oh he had a gun in his ass? Wow. No, he did until he shot it off. 
you know, one of the reasons to put up with it, I suppose, is... That's probably an honest response after getting shot in the face. So, you know, cause, cause if everything was just oh, he's the son, he's gay. I kind of feel like Trax is encouraging people to shoot at him because, <laughs> like, he never kills them. He just shoots the gun out of their hand. It's true. He's like, go ahead and try me. If this was kick-ass, the son would seek revenge. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he's wearing a Trax T-shirt. He made T-shirts to sell. <laughs> what? <laughs> is he drunk? He got shot. You see, oh, the, uh, finally we see blood. That's my rule: is that the bad guys die. There's no blood, but when a good guy gets hit, there's cup. a blood. There's a blood wound that they have to attend to. That's the only time you see blood. Everyone else, they're all robots, but tracks. Yeah, they all disappear like the like Russian attack. Did you ever make it to board two of Russian attack? I could only get uh, you know halfway through. when uh, the arcade emulators came yeah. out for a PC. I was all over Russian attack, man. The the arcade version, not the shitty oh, yeah. NES version that was easier. Well, I always remember how it starts. There's like oil uh, tankers, and you can go on top. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. But then that's it. I never made it past the first board. The same with Spy. Uh, game was hard as fuck. Contra. I, Contra, I made it to the second board. Uh, Altered Beast. Wise from Yoke Wave. You did? Yeah. I can never make it past well, the second board. I beat the Genesis version. Well, the Genesis. Yeah. The same. I have to give credit to all the emulators, the, even the uh, authorized ones. They do give you a save point in the middle of a game, which is something that you didn't have. Growing up watching tracks on video and playing uh, your Sega Genesis. Oh, man. I uh, remember one time I paused my Nintendo and, like, had to go somewhere, like, out of town somewhere. Well, you, that's all you were thinking about. And, no, my parents had their friends over, and their kid came over and unpaused my Nintendo to play a game. Uh. And I got home, and I was like, God damn it, I was halfway through the fucking game. And that's how it was back then, kiddies. You had to leave your Nintendo paused for days. You know, I'm not hearing anything from these speakers. What? Oh, head? I mean, I, I can see the soundboard going, but... I can hear the speakers. Yeah. Uh, the soundboard's moving. Uh, my voice has been quiet this whole time, though. It's all right. It's a laid-back movie. Yeah, I can't hear shit. Yeah. It's okay. You broke it. What happened? Oh, well. Either there's no show or there's 40 minutes of me going, is there a show? <laughs> <laughs> Last week's show actually came out of one channel. Oh, Well, I mean, the things yeah, are moving. They're moving. So. All right, yeah. We want to make sure that we're entertaining you. We would hate for you to listen to Dead Air or just tracks on it. Uh, I mean, we're entertaining our ourselves at least, so there is that. That's got to be worth something. Oh, we found a chord. No, this is the same chord. It just hasn't been working. Yeah. Well, Jay, if you want to talk, I'll turn on the. I'll go out in the lobby for a second, see if it's working. Uh, sure. Yeah. Whatever. I'll talk about this movie. This guy uh, is uh, saying things, and this guy's got a hat on. And this guy's got glasses, and. Uh, <laughs> um. Mike's not here now, so I'll tell you about Mike. Uh, Mike, um, I wouldn't say that he touches um, little children. What? 
but uh, well, I said I wouldn't say that. I don't. I, I said you wouldn't. I said I wouldn't say that. Oh, you're talking about yourself. No, I just said I wouldn't say that. That's all. <laughs> I was being honest. <laughs> I would never say that. Jeez, what do you think I'm talking about over here? You think I'm... God, Mike, paranoid? <laughs> All right, here comes the, uh, the, the scene of the, uh, the movie. By the way, I do not touch little children. <laughs> well, I mean, you have kids, and I, I do have probably kids. have to sometimes, but, like, not in any sort of bad way. I don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it is coming out of the speakers. See? I put on the sound so I can hear myself. No. That's fine. Yeah. The, the mics aren't picking it up. It's good. I just spent, like, uh, an hour of our showcase wearing these headphones that I heard nothing out of, so it's not like I'm on the bus. All right. So they're, uh, these cowboys are shooting guns at a little league. They're shooting guns at children, Jay. I like that. Horses. This is one hour and one minute and 24 seconds into I like the film. That. Horses, cowboy hats, little league team. They're Great like combination. But they're bandinos, right? Is yeah. that the term? Earlier they were assaulting people from a convertible. Now they're on yeah, horses. Yeah, right. Now they're on horses. Well, the horses were in the limo. You didn't really see it in the scene. <laughs> Where do they get the horses? Nice serape. No, I understand they got guns in Texas, but where do you get horses? In Texas, no. Um, but, uh, they're everywhere. Uh, as soon as you get outside city limits, horses. Is that how you commute? No. Um, the people who own horses in Texas are assholes. Why who, is that? Because uh, just like feel the need to lord their power over some poor animal. I was like, I'm gonna make you carry me around. Well, I could think I'm of train you to jump over shit. There's probably three reasons why Texans with horses are assholes. One, horses cost a lot of money. Right. And you're spending on a horse. So, and if right. you're Mitt Romney, you're spending on a horse to dance. No, no, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a sport and a thing for jerks who are like I have too much money, and it's like you could spend that money on a, a four wheeler or a dirt bike. Yeah. Or right. Right, a a jet ski or something that doesn't make an animal cart your ass around. Well, also you need to have a stable, and you need to have yeah, a grazing field. You have to field. keep it and like groom it and pay, get it. Yeah. I actually went to a wedding in a equestrian neighborhood, private equestrian okay. neighborhood. So everybody had horses. I lived near a, a polo field. Okay. Well, were there <laughs> yeah, ha- were I know there what you're talking about. Were there residents there? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was, a, was like a polo area, and everybody in that area had their little fields and gated. horses. It was a gated shit. community. Yeah. Yeah. Cra- yeah, so that's crazy. So that means, like, not only you're an asshole horse person, and if you're listening, <laughs> uh, feel free to, to follow us on iTunes at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, but you're an asshole for uh, spending all this money that you could give to charity to buy a fucking horse just because you like horses. Well, what if they ride their horse at a charity. Look, if this is heroin, I'm going to let you slide. <laughs> <laughs> That's the horse you have. Uh, yeah, oh, so you got a horse for charity. Well, you should give to charity. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying I mean, what if you raise better. horses and then you take them and you're like, like disabled kids, ride them? I don't know. I don't know. I'd say Maybe bullshit on that. Let them ride a fucking four-wheeler like the rest of us. A horse can throw them. See, that's the thing. A horse can just decide all of a sudden just be like, nope, don't like this kid. <laughs> that's what happens. That's why I hate horses. Horses hate me. So we are uh, the Robert Davi, the villain. This is a final face-off. He's oh. going to eat oh, a cookie. Oh, it's happening. 
He's going to eat one of uh, Trax's cookies. Oh, I thought you were going to say children, but okay. Well, the children are captured. So there's the young Robert Davi. He's eating. He's acting. What's in this? LSD. Chili. Chili con cookie, Jay. That's what he made. Now, this is an important like, wait, plot wait. point. Not chili pepper, like meat chili. Yeah, meat chili. Oh. So you know what happens when you eat meat chili, right? I don't want to give anything away in this movie. Yeah, these guys are like Superman and Batman. You don't have to point a gun at each other. These guys always survive gunfire. That's what Robert said when he, his agent asked if he wanted to be in this movie. All right, so remember, <laughs> he ate a cookie, a carne con cookie, and he's in the car. He's just farted in his car. <laughs> and now he's going to light a cigar. Right, now he's going to light a cigar. Jeez. Wow. And that caused this car to explode, and now wow. he's dead. That's how the villain dies in this movie. Wow. It's a great movie. That's that's what the guy wrote and was like, we have to get this movie made. Robert Dobby wrote to get to this part, yeah. and this has to happen. Well, what kind of fart do you want, director? Like a wet fart or like a, a piercing fart or a foghorn fart or a Morse code fart or a <laughs> I love that they put boobies in this to give it an R rating for to have them die from a fart joke. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, so many people get killed. I mean, that bicyclist got killed. But not. But Robert Dobby's death is a little more dignified, a little more distinct. He's got the tracks merchandise. Well, she's got some skin in this game, I guess. She slept with tracks. And this hasn't changed much. Kind of pulling a gun at a black man. <laughs> oh, it's the police little league team that's been kidnapped. I think this movie was originally about this this guy, and then by the time they filmed it, he was reduced to this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start a movie about a psycho who comes and cleans up the town. So you think this is Texas? Uh, oh, I love supermarket movies. Supermarket scenes and movies are my favorite. Okay, he's got the butcher behind him. He's got the spice rack. Speaking of spice rack. <laughs> oh, he's buying cookie ingredients. Uh, uh -uh. 
but she is a wonderful comedian, and you guys are gonna laugh wildly at the jokes of Trina Roderick. Sorry, nobody caught that? Holy cow, if I'm gonna park myself up here, oh, that's that's responsible. They're going to do it in the supermarket right while the, little league, the police department the league team is kidnapped. Well, they're having sex in the supermarket. All right, tossing grenades. They're dry humping, right? No, I think they're full on doing it in the store. What? Disengage. I don't think their arms is what's uh, supposed to be tangled there. They have the kids tied to the limousine outside while these guys are throwing grenades around. Dude, imagine being tied to a car like that when you're that old and the dudes on top are just tossing grenades. I'd be I, having the time of my life. Oh, I'll definitely not forget this moment. It's, the music is killing me. <laughs> He's like, I'll just stand oh. here. Oh, no. They shot Dieter. He's like, Trax is bulletproof, but not his sidekick. Well, Trax, Trax got a bullet, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not funny. Those guys are sick of fans. Don't laugh at that fucking bullshit joke. <laughs> see now Dieter See the good guy gets shot And he's covered in blood Well more get an ambulance By the way Carrots are only 39 cents a pound According to the supermarket sign Don't don't put him in the front seat of a police car. Get an ambulance to come pick up the guy who got shot. No, they have to put him in the front seat, or else when they get to the station house, they'll think he's a criminal. A criminal, yeah. He lost a leader. You hear that one? Damn, Dieter lost the leader. I wonder if they wrote how they got to that line. That's one of the great lines of this movie. Dieter lost the leader. There's some pretty. Memorable lines in, in this movie. Either they came up with the line first, and that's why his name is Dieter, or they <laughs> organically came up with that line. Was it forced or was it organic? The line. Okay, yeah, so they they probably built the entire character around that pun. That pun that happens <laughs> in one hour and th- eleven minutes into the movie. That's like in Spaceballs. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken. <laughs> I think he was called Colonel Sanders just for that one joke. I'm not going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here. (laughs) So, uh, look at that. Hey, there's tracks on the fire extinguisher, uh, fire shooting the rope. These kids are tied by rope. Yay. Thanks for shooting a bullet two inches from me. To, to get the rope and what uh, whoever heard of 12 year old 8 year old boys who don't fucking escape when you tie them up I'm sorry that's so unrealistic Jay when you tie up a little boy they tend to escape <laughs> don't believe everything you see on TV he's on his TV 
Today it is long and luscious. You guys are gonna love his jokes. Put your hands together. It's Alex Warren! Oh, it's okay. He won't die. <laughs> the TV's still playing. TV surfing. These floors aren't that sturdy. <laughs> You're completely unaffected by that last bottle. There's just stunt bottles around it called. He's wearing his own t-shirt and tracks. It's a picture of him with guns. In case they don't know. Uh, oh, the door guys miss. lied. They have sandbags in the inside the uh, bar. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know there's going to be explosives. You can't. You don't set up a sandbag fort without having throwing some grenades. That's an analog television set. Usually, it's about 50 pounds and it has its own cabinet. How do they do that? Oh, look at this. So funny. He's just watching. Like, he's not going to get a bull in the head. Don't worry about it. Oh, they all ran out of ammo at the same time. Yeah, right. At the same time. This is like a porno. They're all spent. <laughs> That's totally unrealistic when all three guys come at the same time. It must be some special effect. What did he say? Look out. Santeria? He jumped in the sunroof of the so car. So there are three police officers in this whole town? Right, there is uh, three police officers. <laughs> well, there's a crazy, yeah, no, and they're all terrible. <laughs> Obviously. There's an outer weight, uh, overweight, out-of-shape uh, police captain who resigns himself to giving $10,000 to a vigilante mercenary. <laughs> There is uh, Priscilla Barnes, and then there's a guy who's on meth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's the police force of this town. No wonder the neighbors staring <laughs> from the window are as excited as a mercenary <laughs> shooting people in the street. Do you, how did they even notice that a mercenary was shooting in the street when there's people shooting in the streets all the time anyway? <laughs> well, because... Uh, the bullets smell different? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. So they're doing this. this is all real stunts. They're uh, it's about to jump off a well, most expensive <laughs> scene in the whole movie. Right <laughs> it's a dock. It's barely a couple of feet, but the truck was able to make the jump. Oh, this is insanely boring. <laughs> this film's crazy, but it's also like a little dull. Thank God there's a lot of gunfire in this film. Matt they don't make movies like this anymore. They don't have movies where it's solved by shooting everyone. Yeah, why Why would they stop having movies where everything's solved by gunfire? You know what it is, is that in these movies, they shoot and they miss. But nowadays, they shoot and they, the people jump over the bullets in slow motion. <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Oh, lost a hubcap. Oh, I must have took like... That was the first take, too, I'm sure. 
So they killed the main villain, but they have to spend the rest of the movie killing off the henchmen. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Actually, these are some good henchmen then, because they're really they run away at this point. Wow, popped a wheelie in a convertible pickup truck. Yeah, GMC no less. That's uh, wow. These, these are one of the movies they killed the head honcho, and now he has to kill the henchmen afterwards, like in uh, The Rock. In in, in some kind of Nash. vehicle joust. Yeah, the vehicle joust, right? Do you think the Ford paid for promotional consideration to have this fucking oh, GMC? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. If you see a GMC like that, they definitely paid for it. Uh, uh, GMC. Every Mark Ford, Wahlberg movie I've seen, whether it's the Entourage the movie or Daddy's Home. Which, all GMC. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, earlier Coors obviously got their... Yeah, they got their thing in there. And they, pay, they financed half of this movie, at Did least they, for now, that. Now, what's the history of you, Coors, and Texas? Like, growing up in Texas, was Coors always like... Coors a, is the Rocky Mountain, uh, the silver bullet from the Rocky Mountains. Uh, my uncle grew up, was in Golden, Colorado for a few years, so I actually went there and saw the brewery. And Oh, wow. Um, but uh, I, it's... It's an okay beer. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a national beer for a long time. Like you get into. I guess you get in Texas. Well, Texas, we had Shiner Bach and Lone Star. Oh yeah. Uh, Shiner is like the brewery of Texas. Uh, Lone Star calls itself the Texas beer, but it sucks, and it's cheap. Yeah, I like how smart. I have to tell you, he just he knows that this car full of expo- uh, explosive crashing the barn is gonna blow up the barn, and he just smiles at their death and the destruction <laughs> of the barn. Oh, would it, did I choose to talk about beer instead of watch the uh, dating? No, no, no. Boom. Well, we get we're gonna get to the. Uh, there's a couple more twists. So they're they're celebrating. We went from the explosion of the henchmen, who are obviously more important than the, the actual villain to fireworks in the sky and Priscilla Barnes is giving a little speech and look at them these white guys are giving like fist power before I bring up Donald Trump our next president um, yeah and I remember as a kid he uh this is all true um when times would get tough he would do that more often so I would do things to kind of impress him like I remember one time I decided I would open up a lemonade <laughs> and make money for the <laughs> family and he likes that <laughs> nice mic play there lady yeah right this kid's in the audience. It's supposed to be a family show. <laughs> snacks by tracks. The snacks are spelled with two X's. There's the cookie place. These are what the cookie shops look like in the 80s, the high-end cookie stores. And now it's cupcake stores and uh, macaroons. This, this movie and a lot of these 80s movies always had like a theme song and like feel-good songs. So I think these bands just whip these songs up in like two You're seconds flat. You're a winner. You're a winner, right. Yeah, okay, crazy. You're a winner. It's an 80s song. Puppy song. That's funny. Okay, here comes a favorite scene in the movie. Oh, it's coming up. We got to pay attention. Does anybody actually like these cookies? Yeah, <laughs> you're a winner. Uh, he's got a key uh, tar rocking that. Wow. You know who this guy is? That's Famous Amos. Oh. The actual Famous Amos. Wow. He shows up at the end of this movie and Turn he's going to eat. a little bit. I can barely hear. It's Famous. They don't call him Famous Amos. Legally, they can't. <laughs> you 
There we go. Not impressed with the cookie. It's the, the actual famous Amos ate a cookie and then threw up off camera. <laughs> Literally off, ca- off camera. He, he moved his head off the frame, away from the frame like a cartoon character. He threw up. <laughs> a guy who represents a food brand throws up in a movie. Nice. You don't see Jared throwing up in movies. You may in future movies, but uh, yeah, you won't see movies. Jared again. He's not going to be in an Adam Sandler movie or it's a community. You will never see Jared Fogel again. But it's when, you know, like Jared. Unless it's in the news. Yeah. They would never have a spokesman throw up in a movie. I mean, they have, Ronald? Ronald McDonald will never throw up. No. Jared does. Oh, this is now the cameraman's on the Ferris wheel now in this town. You're a That's winner. Second most expensive shot of the film. That and renting out a fucking Ferris wheel for <laughs> a gunplay movie just for this shot. Maybe this was an actual fair, and they just came in and that, shot. That thing's booking, man. That is a fast Ferris wheel. Well, I'm sure it's a boring shot, and he sped up the, the film stock. You're a winner. Look, the guy's doing magic. Oh, and here's the other band song the band plays. We're dancing now. Just so yeah, we're doing the uh, the zombie. I'm going to uh, stand up and do the uh, one-leg uh, thumb hop. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you're ready to go. Well, here we go. Rick Overton's in this movie. Comedian Rick Overton. <laughs> Graham F. Smith. Check that guy out. His name is Graham. He must be cool. Oh, wait. I want to I put the music on the... Uh... Amanda Graham. Check her out, too. Yeah, it's like a, if you can send her on uh, Amanda Graham Instagram. And uh, Chuck Kinlaw. That's what his in-laws call him, Chuck Kinlaw. Chuck Kinlaw. I don't know what that noise was, but I don't trust it. Uh, yeah, that's the movie. You're a winner. Peter Stetter. He's got a name. I like how you sit through the entire movie at tracks, and then they play a song saying that you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you're how not a fucking people winner. You're a goddamn loser. Who watched this movie since... Yeah, since any time in the 90s on since VHS players went out. Yeah, right. Really, if you've watched this movie, you're definitely a winner. Yeah. I mean, like you you made it to the end. Like you are it should be saying you're a survivor, but you're a winner. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Connie Francis is there. So sorry. You watched the entirety of tracks. Please accept my apology. <laughs> Well, Jay, thank you so much for being part. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, this can you is come cool. by again? This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll be great. Uh, you can listen to Jay on FCCFreeRadio.com. Yeah, not safe for work on Wednesdays, and uh, also check out Acid Smooth on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, anything really. Anything Pinterest? No. Uh, Pinterest is for chicks. <laughs> well, you can hang out and see what chicks think. Well, I mean, actually, Instagram is also a lot highly geared towards women as well. Um, so that's my yeah. Well, I like Instagram because I, I want to know what Kylie Jenner, what kind of uh, <laughs> protein powder she eats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know like uh, what kind of makeup brands they're promoting. A lot of Burtons on this film. Yeah. Ain't gonna take it anymore. All right, so we got the music. Uh, Victorious by Mocha. Rigatone Baloney. Everyone wow. knows it. Oh, I guess, uh, what was the winner song? Well, thank you to Marlboro Cigarettes. Here's all the Philip Morris. Ah. 
Back Steve when it, back when they didn't give a fuck about. Uh, they were Marlboro brands in in there. I saw yeah. the package. They were smoking cars. Yeah, I, I forgot. Like that used to. Now they always say like this film wasn't. We weren't paid by the. Yeah, there's actually. Industry. I, I did see that. It was like saying that we're no. It's a character decision for the yeah. film, and that it does not. Producers do not endorse the concept of smoking. Uh oh. Well, I do not want to watch fucking River Phoenix and, and watch her, so I got to get out of this cage. Oh, no, hurry up. Hurry, quick. Don't want to watch The Watchers. Oh, phew. Oh. Well, what do you guys you think? Us. We would love to get some feedback. Uh, you can reach me at my Twitter handle. It's SpiegelMania.com. I don't really have anything set up for the actual podcast. Uh, but, uh, Jay, so yeah, so listen to Jay. Thank you guys so much for watching. And tell me what you think of Tracks. I love this movie. And you could hear Shadow Stevens uh, talk about it, as well as his radio and commercial work on my brother's podcast, Proudly Resents. Uh, he has that archived. It uh, happened a couple of years ago. Now I have to sound too loud. Oh, well. Why? I don't know. It's not but too I, loud. No. Uh, and then uh, next week on October 2nd, please by all means take a listen and Chris Gore of Film Thread and G4 fame uh, will be talking about his film he did during the 80s with Lawrence Tierney during the 90s Lawrence Tierney is from uh, Pulp Fiction huh. stars as a belligerent bartender who gets one too many prank phone calls huh ah I see so he's like going after Bart Simpson type yeah. of thing well Bart, Bart Simpson was based on these there was a recording from the 70s of these mm -hmm. guys harassing a bartender and uh uh, this is uses the actual audio and has photographs of the bartender on the phone. Huh. So it, it's a really cool film. Cool. And you can hear more about it, and I would love to hear a history of that. So, you know, keep, please, tell your friends, uh, and thank you guys so much. We're going to wrap out of here, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and play Carl's theme song. Thank you guys so much. Take care. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. 
And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. Do 
you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices. Some rain finally here in San Francisco, which is a good thing. And uh, so I didn't want to bring my computer in you know because it looked like it might rain and it's still the air is super heavy and it may burst out at any minute so i was like well do i really want to drag my computer across town in the rain and slug the yeah screw that i brought some cds um mainly also because um, i'm going to be playing um stuff off of a few particular cds um because today's show is all about gearhead records um, I just went to the 15th anniversary Gearhead Records show in Sacramento, of all places, um, this past weekend, and had a great time. Um, the Merry Widows performed, and uh, White Barons, um, my dear friend Eva von Blut, <laughs> uh, on lead vocals, and she is uh, a force of nature. And if you haven't seen either the Merry Widows, and I say the T-H-E-E, Merry Widows, or um, the White Barons, I suggest you do so because they're powerhouse units and they really kick ass um, and great, great bands, great people in the bands. And uh, it was a good time. The Gearhead Records celebration is kind of a, a relaunch, actually, as much as it is a celebration of the history of uh, Gearhead. And uh, if I pause for a second, it's only because I'm putting in a CD while I'm doing this because uh, I don't have a team of assistants like most radio people do. It's just little old me by myself. And the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the um, CD player is a little bit off to the side, so I kind of have to, you know, adjust as I go. So you forgive me if I have to uh, occasionally pause for a quick sec while I am... Um, chatting with you guys so um as i said gearhead records um so uh speaking of gearhead records the uh person in charge the rev as i like to call her reverend michelle honald i'm not quite sure i have her last name pronounced correctly but nonetheless <coughs> uh she will be uh joining us around the 4:30 hour as is typical with an ace of space radio interview session so stick around for that, and we'll get all the inside info on how Gearhead Records began and everything there is to know about Gearhead and where Gearhead is going to be going. Um, there's a lot of stuff involved, um, you know, because not only is it just, it's not just a music or record label, it is a kind of a lifestyle brand. Um, they have merchandise, uh, more so than the usual um, amount of stuff. A lot of cool designs, um, and there is a magazine, Gearhead Magazine, which is an amazing magazine, and somewhere down the line, there'll be a TV program, which 
I am hoping to be part of in some way, shape, or form, probably as a uh, producer and videographer. And who knows what else might turn up on that one. So that's something that's kind of in the works, and we'll talk about that and see, you know, what the prognosis is and whatever else, um, you know. Um, it's it's an all-encompassing kind of a thing, and but it, it you know, it centers around, you know, great rock and roll, uh, cool clothes and hot rods and beautiful women, you know, in all their various shapes and sizes, uh, you know. So all of that ties into the uh, kind of the lifestyle brand of Gearhead. And uh, so we'll talk about all of that stuff. <coughs> so this, um, I'm going to play some music for you from the, uh, and they there's a lot of great bands, several of whom have been on Reality Check TV, my TV program. Uh, most of you who have been following the show know about Reality Check TV, but in case you don't, Go to realitychecktv.com, for Christ's sake, you know. Just go go look it up, Reality Check TV. You know, you have this amazing thing with search engines. You can go on, like, Google and whatever else, and you can type in Reality Check TV. And amazingly enough, realitychecktv.com will pop right up. Um, we also have a, a Facebook page, facebook.com slash realitychecktv. And those are both good places to go for all the latest info. Um postings, uh, latest episodes, and so on, and info about Ace Space Radio and other related projects that all tie in to the Reality Check TV universe. Um, but we're not as all-encompassing as Gearhead because we don't have a clothing line and we don't have all this other stuff. But it's still, you know, they do kind of dovetail together because we celebrate a lot of the same things. And so I hope you do check that out. I hope you check out uh, Gearhead. I think it's GearheadHQ.com. But we'll get into all that when Michelle calls in a little while. So in the meantime, I'm going to play some music. And there are quite a few bands, like I said, um, who have been on the show. Uh, here's the Wild Hearts. We'll lead off with the Wild Hearts. Uh, love Ginger Wildheart. He, he's, a, he's a mad genius, but an amazing songwriter and performer. And uh, the Wild Hearts are just a kick-ass band who don't really get enough recognition here in the United States. They're more of a European, English kind of a thing. Um, but that doesn't mean they're any good. They're not any good, I should say. And uh, some other bands on here that have been on, um, and some other bands that I admire, uh, the Helicopters are on here. Um, uh, American Heartbreak with my friend Billy Rowe from Jet Boy, who has been on the show in the past. So... Um, there's uh, all those bands. Um, some bands that I really like that I've never interviewed but are on here are like uh, Demons. I love the Demons. Uh, the Hives are on here. And the Dragons are all really good bands. Riverboat Gamblers. So there's a lot of cool bands. New Bomb Turks is another one. Turbo ACs. All great bands who uh, have put out music on, uh, on Gearhead. So we'll play some of that stuff for you, and then uh, in just a little while, we'll have the Rev herself tell us all about you know where Gearhead is going and what's going to be happening. So uh, this is from the Gearhead Records Thing Maker compilation. Uh, this song is uh, by the Wild Hearts. Uh, it's called "Putting It On," I believe. Uh, my vision is gone. God. Um, and we'll play a few tracks, like I said, off the record, and uh, get a feel for the kinds of bands that uh, Gearhead likes to, uh, you know, uh, promote. And uh, so here's the Wild Hearts. You're listening to Aces Space Radio on Mutiny Radio FM.
Suffering. 
All right, we're back. Ace of Space on MutinyRadio.fm. And that was a triple dip from the Thingmaker Gearhead Records compilation. We let off with the Wild Hearts. Uh, and then we hit the Dragons, and we finished up with the Hives. I'm going to keep on playing some tunes from this particular compilation, and who knows what else. Um, I've got a couple other records in my bag uh, from the Gearhead Records uh, people. Um, specifically the lovely Michelle, Reverend Michelle, who will be calling in just a little bit to give us a little insight on Gearhead Records. So please uh, don't go anywhere and uh, strap yourselves in. Crack a cold one if you can. Um, if you're at work, then ha then uh, try not to work too hard and uh, enjoy. There's a, you know, like I said earlier, there's a lot of great bands on this compilation and I'm just, you know, digging through some, you know, skimming the surface as it were. So check this out. Uh, this is one by the Demons, and we'll probably, let's see, we'll bust into, um, what's after that, Lazy Cowgirls, uh, looks like there's Turbo ACs and Helicopters, so we'll do a few of those, and then hopefully Miss Michelle will be calling in in just a little bit, so uh, get ready to rock. Here we go, more Gearhead Records compilation bands, this is Demons. You're listening to Ace of Space on Mutiny Radio.fm. <laughs> 